good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. To our summer 2020, is there something I should know? We're going to do a little catch up right now. And since we last talked, we actually had Duran Duran Appreciation Day. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, a highlight of that day was actually, I guess, John interviewed Nick. I don't know if that was, he had most of the questions, but they did an Instagram live and they chatted for about an hour and it was lunchtime here in Texas. So that was kind of super fun to take a little break from work and and watch them chat. So I think we're going to talk about that a little bit now. I mean, I think all four of us were able to jump on and see that, right? Yeah. 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 It just so happened that um, I happened to be off because I have a retail schedule. And of course, it's a a national holiday anyway, so that worked out perfect. Um, So I was absolutely able to um, watch it without the worry of having to get off my phone to go help a customer. (laughs) So... Um, it was quite enjoyable. It was such a it was such a pleasant surprise and such a treat to see Nick and, and um John together. And I love how Nick refers to John as Johnny. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And their their questions were they were asking great questions. I, I just I don't know, it was almost like I felt like a voyeur just kind of watching them because you know, they've known each other since they were kids and, and I think they learned some things about each other as well with those questions so it was it was just so nice to see it made me smile yeah definitely i did find it funny that everyone was obsessed with the ceiling in nick's room like everyone yeah. this chat was like what yes what's going that? on what's going on with the ceiling and i kept thinking oh my god the mold <laughs> <laughs> the mold in that room because it just looks like a moldy falling down ceiling to be like that and I think Nick must just find some beauty and decay or something I don't know but he, 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 <laughs> he, so he well and he also had like the camera aimed where it was like showing the ceiling because he could have actually not had that showing but whatever and he was sitting in that giant wicker chair I was kind of fascinated with their setup we've seen John in his library which we love but it was yeah. like, hey, let's, let's see Nick in his little layer is what it seemed like a little bit so um, but it was fun and I found it very interesting at the very end when doesn't open up. And the fact that that was even a tiny bit of a possibility actually totally surprised because I, I thought it, it was a non-issue. It was yeah. Nick that brought up that idea. I don't think John brought that up. I think Nick actually said said those words. Yeah, which that was kind of a big deal, I think, that he, he put that out there in the universe. So I guess we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. it, I, I, it's, it's been long enough that I have forgotten enough of the interview and that I don't remember much of it at all. But did they acknowledge um, Duran Duran Appreciation Day? They did at the end. Yeah. 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 At the very end. I don't remember what when they, they were said. signing, when they were signing off, they acknowledged mm-hmm. that, you know, that that day was Appreciation Day. Okay. And I think they thanked the fans and it, it was very brief. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
I did like the questions and even though it seemed like they were prepared questions, um, like one of them would look down, whenever one was asking a question, they would look down as if they were looking at a piece of paper or something. It seemed too like Nick was like just throwing whatever came off the top of his head out. Even though he was prepared, maybe he just threw some questions out there. I, I kind of liked that. It was more natural. Yeah. A off the cuff and prepared plus off the cuff. And I like the question about the one that comes to mind was, I think, like something about, you know, them and the band or whatever. And then one of the worst things, I, I'm so paraphrasing. It may not have been those exact words, but just the good, the good and the bad. And just hearing yes. their answers or the challenges yeah. and, and that kind of thing. I'm very curious to see if Nick does put a book together with his photos. Cause yeah. About how he's compiling all and cataloging all of them. And, you know, he did the Polaroid book a million years ago. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he has put an art book out before. So, I guess it'll be interesting if he would do that. And I think it would be really cool if he did kind of a behind the scenes kind of of them. Um, Cause I think someone was talking about on the, in the Go-Go's documentary, one of the girls actually did a lot of photography and they, I haven't been able to watch it yet, but they've used a lot of what they had, like as they're telling their story. So I think, you know, as long as it's not too personal or whatever, but I think it would be definitely a very interesting perspective if he decided to kind of share some of that. So to your point, Suzanne, I, I did watch the, um, kind of to, to talk about what you said and that idea, I did watch the um, Showtime documentary on the Go-Go's, and I have listened to Lori Majewski's uh, Fierce episode with the Go-Go's, um, and you're right, I think it's Gina, the drummer, that has been um, the taker of pictures. It was her, Jane, um, who has been documenting and, you know, Polaroiding from, from back in the day. Um, and so I would agree. I remember Nick saying he had about 90,000 photos, and I remember that never <laughs> stood out to me, which sounds about right, because every time we met, he's probably got, you know, a camera. That made sense to me. And so to your point, I think that that would be incredible um, to see all of the pictures that he's taken behind the scenes um, put together over the years. Yeah, and over the years, because I feel like, you know, we all have the same blue silver backstage book, if you will, that was, you know, the footage and the stills they got during that. But I think if he could even chronicle, like, kind of the entire time, you know, that that's what we haven't necessarily seen is some of those middle years when it was then when they get back together. And so, I don't know, I feel like he could tell the even, story. So. Even all the pictures that Nick has taken alone from the stage, because as you notice, anytime you've been at a Duran show, he's taking he's taking photos of the stage. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see um, all of the pictures that he has of the crowd, um, and probably spot ourselves in it. Yeah, it was it would actually be kind of interesting to watch the hairstyles change and watch the crowd age. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be cool to see that and just his just his pictures overall, like his eye, you know, like, and that, I think I submitted that question and uh, about like something to the effect of like, what, what is it about that particular moment that catches his eye where he wants to capture it in a picture? Like, what is it? Is there like a pattern or, or something? I would love to see just his behind the scenes, but also just general photos that he's taken around the world of, of moments and things and objects or whatever. Cause I would love to see just, how he sees the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with you, Dee. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I thought it was the real artist in him who said, it's sucking out my soul to have to sit here and look at all of these pictures. And I don't remember if it was this interview or a previous one, but he was like, how many pictures of a freaking leaf can you have? <laughs> so he's even sort of joking with himself about, I've taken so many pictures right. and they're duplicates and he's just sitting there delete, 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 yeah, or yep, save, yep. or whatever. I can just imagine someone who is as outgoing as he and as creative as he, just literally losing his mind having yeah. to look at all this. Well, and he keeps talking about, I'm three-fourths of the way finished, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. element he puts on that. I can relate to I can, that happens, where I'll, I will take multiple pictures of the same thing, because I'm, I'm kind of looking at maybe a different lighting or whatever or mm-hmm. or it's just to try to capture that like the perfect picture or whatever that's the perfectionist in me and so I could and when he was saying that and just all the photos that he had and I just thought man just on my iPhone alone you know there's just yeah my husband always uh on me a couple like sometimes he's like dude you gotta just stop taking so many pictures <laughs> but, but wait, I, you know there's an actual term for that it's burning film so, like, when a professional photographer mm. talks about it, like, I'm going to burn film. So, yeah. burn film is meaning that they're just taking thousands of shots. Mm-hmm. And actually, for my job years ago, I helped edit the film. And I'm hoping Nick is actually, like, throwing out what we call the dirties, the ones that are out of focus yeah. and the ones that are bad. Yeah. You throw those out, then you actually have a subset of your, you know, your selects, your pre-selects, and then your selects. So hopefully as he's cataloging and he's actually like processing them kind of in his mind. Yeah. So he, I think he is. Cause he talks about he wanted to print some of them too because mm-hmm. so much of it is stuck in digital world right now. There's a rhythm you get into when you're actually going through bulk film that you just go real fast and you can kind of catch like the one that you want, you know. Yeah. So. We, we are really digressing into photography, but <laughs> it's, it's uh, well, it, it, just from my feelings that I got from his talking about this, I don't think that he will be putting together a Duran book or some sort of retrospective yeah. of that. I don't think he would do that at all. This, this is his art. Yeah. Right. So more for Duran Duran Appreciation Day. I actually jumped on a Zoom call with a bunch of Duranis that afternoon, evening, Durandy up in Seattle organized it because usually they actually go out on the street and like wave at people mm-hmm. and have giant signs to say happy Duran Duran Day but with the social distancing and stuff he actually pulled together it was literally like eight or ten hours of, of people on Zoom wow. so I got on there probably about six of the hours and it was interesting to me I mean there were some familiar faces and names that I hadn't met so I actually got to meet um, Brandwin who is the lady that takes a lot of the photos that we see. Yeah. And Fabi from Argentina was on there. So I got to see her in person. And so it was fun to kind of connect with some of these, you know, these names and, and actually sort of meet them virtually over Zoom. But it, it was a neat little community building type thing, if you will, with the Duran Duran community. So it'd be fun if they would maybe do that again sometime. So And they all had, everyone had funny stories and every once in a while they'd ask like a prompt, you know, about different things and then people would kind of pull out their pictures. And so, of course, I had to tell my Roger story and I had to share my picture. And then they're all like, we're going to Photoshop our face on that picture. <laughs> okay, well, you Photoshop your face over mine. That's fine. <laughs> that's funny so that was fun but, and last year actually on Duran Duran Appreciation Day I went up to Dallas and saw Wild Boys play a private concert for one of the radio stations in town it's kind of fun the different random things that happen yeah mm-hmm. D-D-A-D. 
Yeah, I think Andy was really trying to figure out what to do because they couldn't go outside. I think this was, I mean, obviously it's the natural choice and everybody's kind of moved to the virtual grouping anyway. So it, it, it sounds like it would have been fun. I don't even know why I didn't get on. I don't know what was going on that day. Yeah, I was I was working. So I, I just I happened to have a gap in all my conference calls at noon and I intentionally did that so that I could tune in to John and Nick and then mm-hmm. jump right back on my conference calls for the rest mm-hmm. of the day. So yeah. it was a nice it was a nice distraction and a nice break. Smiling from ear to ear, watching them talk. So, so since the last time we talked, we actually had another development, the Duran Duran lookbook, the DD lookbook. Yes. Do you yeah. want to Fill us in on your big news, Deanna. Yeah, so <laughs> I was actually one of the one of my pictures was chosen for the lookbook. I, Woo, yeah, <laughs> which was so amazing. I yeah, one day I can't like I got a notification on my phone. There was like a a, a, a direct message, a DM from Duran on Instagram. It's like hello, congratulations. What? 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 And I, this was like on a Saturday, I believe. And I read the note that my picture had been chosen, and I was just beside myself. I was just jumping up and literally jumping up and down, and like all Yay. through the house. And my husband was just like looking at me like I was a crazy person. I'm like, look, I did it. I was just going crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Um, I I when when that contest came up. Uh, you know, just taking a picture of yourself and Duran merchandise or whatever. I, I immediately thought about my my black satin jacket, mm-hmm. and I knew that I wanted to take a picture in in that. So my brother had given me that jacket when I was I think 13 years old, 12, 13 years old for birthday or Christmas or something, and and it's it's one of my prized possessions, and I I took really good care of it. I I didn't wear it as a too often. I mean, I obviously did back then, but I, I just, I just thought I, I'm gonna preserve this. Even back then, I knew I wanted mm-hmm. to, to kind of keep it and, and hold on to it forever. And one of the things I thought about too was if I ever had the fortune of meeting them, and I, I took that jacket that they could sign the back of it because it's you know the, the two D's, the one the, the straight and the one that's leaning over, and and then I would like frame it in that like mount or whatever like how you kind of see with jerseys and things like that football jerseys or whatever that I would do something like that maybe but anyway so I asked my daughter to take take my picture talk about multiple copies of the same picture (laughs) we actually did it in a few takes and you know I look at it and it's like oh well it's not it's a little too low and just whatever. And so I uh, finally got the shot and, and I posted it and, and tagged them. And it was one of the ones that was chosen. It was really awesome and sweet. You know, I think the person I was corresponding with, you know, I said, thank you so much. And um, I got my little gift card. They emailed me the gift card. They asked my email address and all that stuff. Did you buy? I haven't bought anything yet, so I need to. I need to go on and, and oh check out. And it's funny because I'm during the perfect day for me to use it, and then I forgot. So I'm. I'm definitely gonna be cashing it in very soon. Very yeah, good. it was. It was really cool. It was really really cool. That's a no, great I, shot too. Yeah, yeah it's a beautiful shot. I'm so yeah. glad they picked that one because it's fantastic. 
And it made me wish, like, I don't know where my satin jacket is. I'm so sad. I have no idea where it went. Yeah. I have yeah. my shirt from Power Station from back then. That was the piece of yeah. clothing I kept. Yeah, I and, have Power Station. Yeah. And random side note, on the 80s cruise, this little guy running around in that shirt. And I was like, this is like one of my prized possessions, this shirt that you're wearing. He's like, I got it on eBay, but it's a really cool <laughs> shirt. He's like, it has the Taylor Brothers on it. I'm like, well, number one, you <laughs> know their name is Taylor. They are <laughs> <Taylor> Brothers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> he actually had his hair cut like Lamal, like, straightened oh. up like two tones I mean he nice. was really it, it was good he had, he had parachute pants on and stuff. I mean he was fully into it but yeah he had that shirt so <laughs> yeah so that was Sometimes. highlight of the highlight of the year like this is awesome that is awesome that is awesome yeah. yeah you'll have to share with us what you get from the shop too because Yes. Speaking of jacket, that blue jean jacket with the embroidered tiger on the back, I still want so bad. I can't bring myself to spend that kind of money on it right now. But I want that blue jean jacket so bad. I saw it in person. Oh, man. Show in California. It's nice. It is gorgeous. I so, ended yes. up ordering the little note cards that had all the cute little illustrations. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't gotten that yet. Nice. So. Yeah, I need to get those too. So what else, what else is going yeah. on? Oh, the other thing was this week uh, was the 30th anniversary of Liberty. Oh, yeah. That album, I specifically remember coming out. Um, there had been a lull in Duran, in the Duran fan world. Um, following Big Thing was a long time between Big Thing and Liberty, it seemed like. I remember the first time I heard Violence of Summer, and I was like, my band is back! So um, there's a tiny bit of a soft spot for that album. In my Duran Durandum, we celebrated the 30th anniversary of that album this week. And last time we met, we all talked about our favorite songs from each album. Uh, so it's kind of fresh on our minds now. The song Liberty is my favorite from that album because of the line that Simon sings that I love so much. And I won't repeat it because we talked about that one. But today we're going to do a video vault. And Violence of Summer is one of the videos that we're going to talk about. So I'm happy about that. Yay, Liberty. 30 for that one and I mean yeah. it's, and one fun little thing Liberty is it is the album that has Sterling Campbell on it that's right and so that's fun to kind of see him pop up and I've seen him I saw him actually a year ago today is when we saw the 52s so it, they were oh, wow. yeah it showed up on my memories today on Facebook so we he's plays with the B-52s now so I saw him exactly I saw him with Tom Petty right before Tom Petty died, so that's nice Sterling was playing with Tom Caddy. I thought he. I thought that was Steve Brown. Oh, never mind. It was Steve Brown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, he played on a Duran Duran album too. So let's tell you my my uh, my that that time kind of ran together a little bit. It's all connected though, because yeah. I could think about Sterling Sterling Campbell and you know Tom. Sorry, Steve Brownie, Notorious, and then yeah. um, playing with Tom Petty. And then Sterling Campbell playing with B-52s and playing with David Bowie for a long yeah. time. I mean, it's all connected. I mean, when you think yeah. about all of these musicians that have, that have played with Duran Duran over the years, it's, it's all connected to Duran's influences, strangely enough. And so I, that's not that's no coincidence. No coincidence. The other thing I, was, I wanted to bring up about Liberty is the marketing packaging that came with that album. Like there's multiple um, releases of the single Sirius. Um, There's the whole circus theme around the whole 
packaging, and, uh, lots and lots of collectibles for fans who collect the, the vinyl and music part of it. I have this for, for this album that has like the engraved. Yeah, there's the etching. The anything about Liberty, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think that's the one with Yo Bada Zizi on the, on the back side, yeah. the B side of it. Which is what we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. The funny thing about the funny thing about Liberty for me is, is that I discovered Liberty like on accident, believe it or not. I didn't know that it was coming out and I happened to be in some store like a Kmart or something like that. Um, and Liberty came out the fall of nineteen ninety, which was going to be uh, the year that I started college in the fall, um, at that same time, I was about to start my first semester in college, um, and I was in one of those kinds of stores, and every time I was in one of those stores, I always ran to the music department, and always looked through the D section, of course, and that's how I discovered Liberty. I didn't, didn't know it exists. The promotion, it, it's funny now to look at all of the promotions that you just mentioned that was behind it to see it, but back then, yeah. it, at least in our, in my area here, there wasn't all of that going on for whatever reason, and so I happened to just get it without really having heard anything yet from it. That's what I remember about the, the release of Liberty. I liked the cover. Yeah. I, think, I think it was a cool cover, and I mean, we'll talk about the, the video here shortly, or another episode, but uh, I don't know. It just, it was a cool picture. Wasn't it? It's also an Ellen Bonham. And, and mm-hmm. 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 Always love her stuff. Yeah, me too. Anything else we want to catch up on before we wrap this up? Whoosh seems to be going strong. He still has more episodes on that, so definitely yeah. keep listening to that. Yeah, we're at um, episode 18. And it's fantastic. Yesterday's episode was really good. And Andy has produced and co-written or done a bunch of stuff with a Polish hard rock band called uh, Shamir. Shamiz, I can't remember the name of it right now. But it sounds so, like, deep Seattle grungy sound gardeny kind of stuff to me and it's going to take me a second to uh, because it's not terribly melodic and that's where I get hooked is with a melody if you're interested in Andy's work and what he's doing now he's He's got some new work with a Polish rock band out there. Cool. They're Andy Taylor. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, I mean, how's everybody doing? Everybody hanging in there in this new normal? I am constantly exhausted. <laughs> well, it was the first week, first week of school, so that added a whole other layer of complexity to the situation. So. But y'all survived. Yes, we survived <laughs> the two days because it started on Thursday oh. and today's Saturday. <laughs> no, tomorrow's the, uh, not tomorrow. Next week will be the first full week. We'll see how it goes. Actually, the second day was worse than the first day. And not that the first day was bad. It just, it was better than I expected it to be. But then Friday, yesterday, for my son, he just kept getting disconnected and dropped. Mm -hmm. Like the connection kept dropping and we were just getting frustrated and all of that. But, you know, it's... It'll be fine. We'll, we'll get through it, you know, and we just said, let's just give ourselves grace and patience and it'll be fine. It'll be good. And I can't believe my daughter's in high school now. So High school. Oh, my that's gosh. That's pretty crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. My son's oh. great. Yeah, so I started teaching on Monday 100% online. No reason to be face-to-face with anybody. 
everybody. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And I did not get a break this summer. We took a couple of days to go see my grandmother. Beyond that, I stupidly volunteered to be part of multiple committees this, this summer and teaching two classes and all that. I had zero downtime. I am exhausted yeah. from everything. Just exhausted. Yeah, this week was very, very exhausting. Work mm-hmm. was crazy. In school, I was just multitasking like I've never multitasked before. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was manager mode, just like get, get shit done. Like, okay, let's, go, let's do this, 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 this. And, you know, of course, my husband was, he, we were, we were uh, dividing and conquering as well. And we were tag teaming and everything. And so it was like in between conference calls and troubleshooting with the kids and making sure they had the right code, access code to get into their class. And mm-hmm. just, it was just insane. So well, hopefully we'll kind of get settled into a, a rhythm. My two outstanding concerts, aha, that was going to happen in September got officially moved to next May. So it'll be in LA next May, the, the date. And then I had tickets to see KISS October 1st, and it's, yeah. uh, it's also been moved to next May. So oh, wow. um, okay. I, I think next May is when people are starting to be optimistic about some of these shows. I think that's when they're kicking in. And actually, one week for today, I'm, I'm showing you my traveling companion. My, <laughs> my Roger, my Funko Pop Roger is going on my hashtag Rona road trip with me. I am going to work remotely from the road for several weeks because everyone kept saying, well, it's possible. So I'm going to be staying in, you know, beautiful condos and sitting in my car, but (laughs) I'm leaving the heat is the main thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm exploring safely in my car. So um, I'll keep y'all posted. Or you're going to see Roger show up in some beautiful, beautiful places. Yeah. That'll be good. It'll be instead of where, Where's Waldo? It'll be Where's Roger? Exactly. Uh-huh. You are Roger. So. I like Aww. it. Cool. That's a good idea. Okay. Deb, update us. I've just been working. I, you know, I've mentioned before that I've, um, for everyone who doesn't know me personally, I'm in retail management. So I've been back to work since Memorial Day back in our store so I've just been going to work and laying low not out traveling just going to the store going to work and pretty much coming home so talking to you guys fortunately through lovely social media um in that outlet but other than that just uh going to work (laughs) and watching virtual shows um you know, doing, I've mentioned before, you know, our, our Saturday song rights with my other fave fans, Snow Patrol, Gary Lightbody, and actually, um, that actually came all to fruition, and we are, um, the EP of five songs just got released yesterday, and I'm waiting for my physical copy to come in the mail, and, um, I get a writing credit and the liner notes, and because all of the people that participated um, were invited to submit their name. Um, so I'm excited about that, and um, all of the proceeds um, go to the Trestle Trust um, Food Bank, um, which I think is based out of Northern Ireland. Um, so um, I'm super excited about that, and that's been probably the highlight of the summer <laughs> or during this downtime. Yeah, which makes us all happy. Yeah, that's, that's great. Okay. Awesome. Great to catch up with y'all, and um, everybody out there, stay safe. And hopefully we're going to see music sooner than later. But um, until then, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a little while. Please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcast player. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, too. See you again real soon.